0: on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and
1: sit
2: down.
1: <laughs>
0: And good morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning, October the 4th. So glad that you could join us here on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you streaming, WGNCRadio.com. So glad that you've joined us. We've got a lot to cover today. And we've got several conversations going on, in fact, something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to actually have in-studio guests today, as Weston Long and Evan Wise are going to join us, we're going to talk a little baseball in the final two segments of the show today. And if we're being honest, we're going to talk a lot of baseball. Of course, the Major League Baseball playoffs got started last night. And in the wild card round with best of three game series, last night was a critical evening as it could very well set the narrative for what we're going to see moving forward over the next two days. We'll get to those scores in just a bit. We're going to talk to Evan, we're going to talk to Weston about how this playoff is going to work. In a lot of people's minds, this thing is pretty much a done deal. It's going to be Braves versus Orioles, Astros. kind of a split camp there. Do any of these teams that are competing right now have a serious chance of unseating either the Braves, the Astros, the Orioles, and, and, and maybe the Dodgers? You can't forget about the Dodgers. Do any of these eight teams playing right now have a legitimate shot of being on the field for the final games of the year? We'll talk about that. We've got our pick six to unveil at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Still trying to work through some games there. Quirky and I will come on in that 8 o'clock hour and try to nail down the six games that we're going to choose from. The college weekend, I've got to be honest with you, it's really, it's a tough week. We'll try to parse that out in hour number two. Of course, today is the final Wednesday of the regular season in middle school football. There is one game today for a divisional championship Southwest Middle School, they're already into the county championship next Wednesday. They'll be taking on the winner of York Chester and Stanley. Stanley is going to York Chester to take on each other today. You never know what's going to happen in this studio. Evan and Weston are going to experience that this morning. So let's go ahead and get right into it. First of all, I want to drop this on you, and I'm sure that Corky and I will be talking about this a small bit today. Oh, by the way, at 7.40, Dan Rothwell will be on for his conversation that we have with him every other week. Excited to talk to him. Today at 2.20, you need to know this. At 2:20, FEMA and FCC are getting together. They are creating a national alert. Now that it's it's been in place, they test it every three years. At 2:20 today, your radio, your cell phone, televisions. From what I understand are going to all get an alert. From what I understand, you're not going to be able to bypass the alert. It's a test. Keep in mind, they're trying to make sure that things are sharp, that they have everything in place that they need in the event of something of a national nature, a weather event, whatever. So at 2.20 today, when your phone goes off or your radio goes off, and it's supposed to be simultaneously, just be aware. Just wanted to let you know so that you're not caught off guard, so that you're not driving down the road and all of a sudden Get this and start freaking out on the road. There's no reason to do that. Just understand it's coming today at 2:20 p.m. and you'll be able to carry on with your day. So let's get into it. Last night, Major League Baseball. Here are the four wild card round scores. Jordan Montgomery was very good last yesterday afternoon. For the Texas Rangers, a club that had the American League West title in their grasps had to go from Seattle, Washington, losers of three out of four to take on the Tampa Rays in the exact opposite part of the country. The only travel distance that could be any farther is if you went from Seattle to Miami. The Texas Rangers get game one. They get game one against the Tampa Rays. Montgomery and the bullpen shut out the Tampa Rays. The Tampa Rays committed four errors in the contest yesterday as Texas has a 1-0 lead. Minnesota beat Toronto 3-1 yesterday. Minnesota, I want to say, snapped an 18-game playoff losing streak in the contest. Pablo Lopez was sensational, and the Twins' bullpen got through it. A 3-1 win for Minnesota. Arizona, perhaps a bit of a shock here. Their starting pitcher didn't get to the fourth inning or didn't get through the fourth inning the bullpen watertight for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll hits a home run. The Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Milwaukee Brewers six to three. Today, it's Gallon versus Peralta. Zach Gallon, all-Star starter for the National League. Gets the ball today with a chance to wrap up the series against the Brewers and send the Arizona Diamondbacks to the divisional round of the National League playoffs. And then, of course, the finale of the four games last night, Philadelphia beat Miami 4-1 as Zach Wheeler and the bullpen took care of business against the Marlins. And when we have Evan Wise and Weston Lawing on the show today from the 704 Sports Academy, we're going to talk about this Philadelphia Phillies team. Obviously, they can hit the baseball. That is well chronicled. But now when you begin to look at what this rotation has with the likes of Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Michael Lorenzen, Taiwan Walker, is this a rotation that's good enough to actually pose a threat to the Atlanta Braves. If they win this series, they take on Atlanta. Should Atlanta Braves fans be concerned about this Philadelphia lineup, this Philadelphia rotation? Again, any team that comes away with a sweep in this series has a tremendous advantage I mean, obviously the teams that won their respective divisions, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Astros, the Orioles, they have advantage because they were able to set their rotation fully, get a couple days off to rest, heal up some injuries, things of that nature. All of that is a possibility. However, Any team that goes in and sweeps their opposition in this wild card series has one less starting pitcher to have to utilize. So, for instance, the Texas Rangers today have a difficult matchup. It's the Texas Rangers today. I want to make sure that I've got this right. The Texas Rangers today are going to send Nathan Eovaldi to the mound against Zach Eflin. However, you take a look at Eovaldi. Eovaldi has struggled somewhat in the second half of the season. If the Rangers can somehow get the win today and take care of the Rays in two, is it plausible that they have Max Scherzer? going in game one of their division series. All of this is very intriguing. And we're going to talk about it with Weston and Evan at 820 this morning. We're going to spend the final two segments of the show today breaking down a lot of this major league playoff action. We'll talk about Cy Young. We'll talk about the MVP chase. We'll talk about are there any teams out of this eight right now that have any shot of unseating the four teams at the top? The national consciousness certainly has the Atlanta Braves being the team to beat in this. Even as good as the Dodgers have been, The national consensus is the Braves are just slightly better. We'll certainly find out over the course of the next two weeks or so. I mentioned middle school football. Here's the schedule for middle school football today. Cramerton wraps up their season against Belmont. Bessemer City goes to Chavis. Mount Holly takes on WC Friday. Holbrook and Greer hook up. That game is supposed to be played at Ashbrook tonight at 6 o'clock. That's what I saw on social media. They call it the rivalry game. So that game is supposed to be played at Ashbrook 6 o'clock today. And then, of course, Stanley traveling to York Chester for for the division championship to see who takes on Southwest. Southwest already has clinched. They have the bye week this week to prepare for the county championship. Middle school softball. Tomorrow, 4-15, Bessemer City travels to Stanley. Richard Walker has already done his write-up about this particular championship matchup. You can find it on carolinasportshub.com. Kings Mountain, we're going to take a little bit of a nugget from volleyball. Kings Mountain volleyball yesterday remained undefeated in the Big South Conference. Here lately, when we talk about volleyball, there's two teams to talk about Highland Tech, Kings Mountain. Kings Mountain beat Hus yesterday in straight sets. Here are the scores 25 to 6, 25 to 4, 25 to 2. Now, mind you, Huss is not a volleyball juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. This was a one-sided affair, and everyone knew that going in. Kings Mountain, Heather Pacehauer's club, yields just 12 points the entire match. 12 points the entire match. That's an impressive performance by Kings Mountain as they continue to win They'll take on North Gaston, I think at North Gaston on Thursday. We'll take a break. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll bring on Corky Franks. At 7.40, Dan Rothwell will be on the show at 8 o'clock. We'll unveil our pick six and 8.20. Weston Long, Evan Wise of the 704 Sports Academy will join us here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back here in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allentate Realtors. That's 704 214 3088. 704 214 3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors.
2: advertising on tv week after week can be very expensive with radio you can afford to get sticky then someone in the market of what you have to sell hopefully they will remember you if you want them to take advantage of radio the power of sound
0: Here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So glad that you could join us on this Wednesday morning. We got a lot of ground to cover, so let's get right after it.
3: Good morning, sir. Good morning. Fine, sir. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. I kind of sound like Thurston Howell there, did it, I huh? Oh, lovey. Oh, lovey. <laughs> What's going on?
0: Wanted to remind you of this so that you don't start freaking out
3: today. Oh, have I freaked you out already this morning? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I told you I know somebody that likes to say, a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, man you gotta stop that bro! you're just provoking me you're provoking me at
0: 2 20 this afternoon
3: okay hold on hold on hold on usually it's at 8 o'clock we have such-and-such coming on 8 20 such-and-such 8 40 now this, this person this and, and supersedes you, and, all of that you went two twenty. Like, late today.
0: Yes, 2.20 this afternoon. Don't freak out when your phone goes crazy, when your radio goes crazy, when your TV goes crazy, if you're watching TV at 2.20. You're not the 2.20 TV kind of guy. Should I Google this? No, I'm getting ready to tell you. Now, the why we're doing this is a completely different situation, and you may want to Google that for your own entertainment's sake. Okay. The Federal Emergency Management Administration... And the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, they are having a national test of their emergency alert system across the board, throughout the country, at 2.20 this afternoon. It's supposed to be something that's done every three years. Uh, it's, It's a national alert for things such as weather events, so on and so forth. Now... Like a practice run, basically a practice like run. Like a tornado drill,
3: like a tornado drill. Yeah. Okay. Or like, or, or like Mr. Hayes used to say, our principal, a hurricane drill. <laughs> a hurricane. What's a hurricane? Okay. When
0: I, I've, when I got up this morning, and I started hearing these reports that this was happening. I, I knew that it was our fiduciary responsibility as a radio show, to push that out to our listeners. We actually have people that listen to this show with regularity. That will you get. act like
3: you're shot. You see the numbers every day. Come on, man. I, I know. But, but again, that's
0: podcast numbers. <clears throat> you can pick that up at any time over the course of the day. We've got people that are genuinely here with us right uh-huh. now. It's 724 in the morning. Okay. So I'm reminding them. That this is going to happen. The language was a little, uh, it was intriguing to me. Okay. Dan Rothwell will be on at 740. Just a reminder. The language was intriguing. Corky, when have we had, when was the last time we had a national weather event? Like uh, a national weather event.
3: I don't know. When? I can't think of one. You're
0: proving my point. Yeah. So, for instance, a hurricane or, as Mr. Hayes would say. Hurricane. A hurricane. got a
3: hurricane.
0: Rolls through the Atlantic coast. People in Brownsville, Texas typically aren't affected. You got it. A hurricane that Uh rolls through the Gulf of Mexico will affect Brownsville, Texas. Likely won't affect Virginia Beach, Virginia. Correct? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> One of the things that was mentioned in this nomenclature about this particular alert was a national weather event.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what that means? All right. You know what that means? Please tell me. They're conjuring something up, getting us ready, Brian. Okay. Well, i put my tinfoil hat on. I, 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 I can take the Patagonia off. I know. I, I got the tinfoil one laying look, right over if, here. If
0: anybody wears a tinfoil hat in this room, it's me. Okay. Come
3: on, man. You know why but, they're doing that stuff? Because they're getting you ready for it. Okay. Come on, get out of here with that nonsense. All right. Yeah, people in control of this country couldn't. Well, <laughs> they're like look, a cow when it rains. It, they got out to the opposite corner of the fence instead of going to the barn. It's a good thing. That we're not a political show. Insanity.
0: Because yesterday...
3: Yeah, because I'm the least politically correct person.
0: The House of Representatives ousted Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. Uh Uh-huh. The interim Speaker now is Patrick McHenry Uh of North Carolina. Yep. Belmont Abbey graduate.
3: Yep. So... Give him enough time he'll and enough money. He'll well, flip-flop, okay. too. <laughs> not, not going there. Did we call Jimmy his brother, okay. <laughs> tell him I said that. Okay. Translate the message. Come on, man.
0: Look, all, all, all I'm saying is this. Okay, if this were a political show, we would have led with that.
3: Yeah. Okay? Good thing it's not.
0: A lot of news surrounding us today that has nothing to do with sports.
3: So, speaking of, speaking of, I forgot there were guests coming today. So I've been trying to clean the place up. We talked about it yesterday. I got busy. Haley and I went to Brevard yesterday to uh, take Brittany to eat lunch. Had a nice afternoon with her, hung out, took her to eat lunch. Then we went to uh, Killian's and ate some ice cream. Now, and, was was this a plane trip or was this a car trip? Just a, just a car trip, two-hour okay. ride. Okay. Yeah. So uh, No, I told you about the old guy at the airport. uh Right outside of Brevard running me off. <laughs> yeah. yes, you, you did. ain't flying into there unless you got permission from that dude and I, I'm not even calling him unless, unless it's a Mayday situation. I'm not, I'm not going near that place again. That dude was crazy. He weirded me out. and that says a lot because I weirded a lot of people. <laughs> anyway, uh, drove up to Brevard, took her to lunch yesterday, had a great time, uh, stopped and got some ice cream, uh, hung around her apartment. They had a game last night, won, I forgot all of it, got home late, had a good time. Forgot all about getting the studio ready for the guests coming in today. You, usually, we don't even know when they're coming. They just the door opens up and the other door opens up and the light comes on and here they are.
0: Okay, that's what
3: that's what G does.
0: All right, but but see, here's the thing. Okay, I, you've never cleaned up for G.
3: Uh, he don't deserve it. Okay, he's not good enough. He's, okay. he, <laughs> he's so on the, he's on the same le- he's on the same level I <laughs> on the same level I am. Okay,
0: well, I mean. Cause I gotta be honest with you, yeah. Weston Long and Evan Wise,
3: uh-huh.
0: you know, they're, they're friends of the show. I yeah. mean, you know, they, they kind of know,
3: you know, this, this, you know, this is what it is. This is, is what, what you is. get. Like, this, Look, look at this. This is what it is. I mean, is that not enough? Look at that. Is that not sufficient? Could, sure, you, if, hey, if, could you imagine when I get those today? Ooh, wow. How sexy are those things? Look at that. See, that's... That's not you? Okay.
0: No, that's not me at all. Really? Oh, are you kidding me? You think that's me? Oh, there's no question.
3: Okay, perfect. I'm going to order them now. Look,
0: so, so, okay. Right now, for those of you that are not watching, because there is no television I've element been, to this show... Which
3: I've been trying to convince you to do.
0: Maui Jim, Yeah. A sunglasses brand that uh-huh. one quirky Franks likes very much. Yeah. Okay. Here's, <clears throat> here's why I can't do those. Tell me why. Look at the size of this eed. Okay, <laughs> you think Maui gems can wrap around this head? No, no shot.
3: Maybe like some 3D glasses. Big
0: old, I, yeah, like, like them paper 3D yes. glasses. I got, like,
3: a, I, I have a set out back from uh, Monster Jam back in the like day.
0: The ones you get from the optometrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that,
3: yes. You may go get them see if they fit. No. Here's the good thing about the paper ones, Brian. If they're not wide enough to get around your gourd. We can fold it, put another <laughs> crease in it. See you know what I'm saying?
0: That's awesome.
3: They might not. They might just barely touch your ears, but it, they'll clear the front at least. Yeah, that's why I we was can put, so... Look, we can put some Scotch tape on the side and stretch it back. Really? Now
0: we're... Okay. <laughs> so now we're just going MacGyver, okay? Uh, all right.
3: Look. Oh, man.
0: This is why I so enjoyed the thought when Killer Loops came out. Uh-huh. Now, not that I could ever afford Killer Loops when I, I was... I don't even know what that is. Those were the... Those were the early 1990s baseball glasses that everybody wore that were just massive.
3: I bet you those pit vipers back there on uh, the Brett Favre 36-inch bobblehead. I bet you those pit vipers will fit you, Brian. Go go get them and try them on and see. No shot. No. His head's big as yours. Look.
0: (laughs) You don't think that's about the same size head? No shot. That's way smaller.
3: Go do it. Let me take a picture. We'll put it on social media. That's that's why I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, here they are, killer loops. Yes, huh? see.
0: See, those were the thing back in the day. Those things replaced the flip downs. Okay. Oh, everybody wore bungees. Yeah, it's like they started out in, in 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 beach volleyball. I got you. And then baseball basically just commandeered them. Huh? Yeah. You. Oh, when when Weston and and Evan get in here, yeah, they they could. They could probably share a, a killer loop story or they two. They look pretty good. I like them. Well, they're certainly big enough to where it looks like they fit my head. Them
3: things wrap around. Yeah. Like a porch.
0: Precisely. Like a porch. Yeah, yes. look it. A porch for the eyes. Look at these things. Look how wide they are. I know. That's what I'm saying. I
3: didn't realize that. Look at that. Only 42 bucks.
0: Now, uh, see, those are the small ones. Oh, okay. I saw the, I'm saw. talking about the math. They, they look like those pit vipers.
3: Well, I saw some that look like snowboard uh, goggles. Is that the ones you're talking about? Um,
0: almost, almost okay. that size. <laughs> yes. All right, hold on,
3: hold on. Is is that it? Similar.
0: Yeah, but the, the, these were like even bigger. Like they had they had like the, the the panels on the side that went all the way almost to the ear, to the front of the ear. I mean, they were big.
3: Those were hundred and twenty five bucks.
0: No, oh, they were. I thought they were. I thought they were that expensive back in the nineties. Maybe. Is that it right there?
3: Almost. Well, I ain't looking all day. Well I'm trying to get you close. You're not
0: shopping for me, you're shopping for you. I'm not Maui wearing anything.
3: I'm gonna get them all jeez. Oh, I know. Actually, they'll be here today. I think I'm gonna go ahead and order. What? Yeah. Amazon, baby. Prime. Prime time.
0: Prime time. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there's somebody on the other side of the Catawba River just waiting to so, bring a pair of Maui gems could to, you imagine, to this studio. Could
3: you imagine all the stuff in that building over there on the other side of the Catawba? Could you? Im- I mean, what in the all- stuff that they don't even keep? They can't even keep track of. I, that's what I'm saying. There's so much stuff in there. They don't even know what they got. There's no. How do you keep inventory? Well, you know, and that's and
0: that's how much of that stuff you think gets slid out the back door. Okay, so think. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that because think that's about what, these. That's,
3: that's what the 321 flea market's for, right?
0: <laughs> I'm neither going to confirm nor deny what people are buying and selling at the 321 <laughs> flea market. But like, for instance, all of these lot stores or these bin stores that yeah. you're seeing pop up—that's uh-huh. exactly what they're doing. It's it's Amazon returns exactly what it is.
3: And they're making money twice. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good for them. Figure it out. Make it work. Yep. What else going on today?
0: Well, Dan Rothwell, 740. Evan and Westing at 820. Talking about Major League Baseball. We do have the pick six to to work through. It's a strange week in college football this week. Even Richard Walker on carolinasportshub.com typically has this long, long list. Of local college football games. Not so much this time. It, right. It's a little thin. All right. And so a lot of the premium matchups are matchups that are more national matchups that aren't necessarily relevant to our area. So for instance, North Carolina, they're taking on Syracuse. Okay. Well, Syracuse, they got beat by Clemson, I think what was it? Two touchdowns yeah. uh, over the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. Clemson is hosting Wake Forest. Well, I wasn't necessarily gonna put that one on the pick six list because I mean let that 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 would just seem a little bit shameless on my part to want to bring on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Plus, let's be honest, I don't know that Wake Forest, especially after the showing against Georgia Tech, I don't know that this team is uh is is ready for a matchup against Clemson, which Clemson still wanting to prove that they have the wherewithal to uh, to play in maybe a New Year's Bowl game. Yeah. So, which is going to be tough for them, considering they already have two losses on the year.
3: Do you see how I easily I get sidetracked over here? Sometimes you can. <laughs> sometimes you can wander. Yeah. Well. So anyway, if you're listening, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 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 I'm not paying any attention. You know that, right? Oh, fully. <laughs> fully. There, I, oh, you, you, were, you were hot about that. I, I'm good for
0: one full segment to where I know I'm pretty much <laughs> looking at somebody on the other side of the table working on autopilot. Yes,
3: uh, oh, Is that what you call it? Yes. Well, I was trying to get these glasses here today. You, you got me sidetracked. I'm like that. What's that thing called in uh, Spongebob? What's that thing called? Um, Patrick? Patrick? Yeah, Patrick. Well, <laughs> what What was, was that? that? I'm like like, Patrick, you put a shiny object in front of me and I'm off to the races. I'm gone. I'm like a dog chasing the car, Brian. I'm sorry, I am. I'll chase that sucker till I catch it and then I walk back to the front porch and wait for another one to come by. Uh, Easily distracted sometimes.
0: Conversation with Dan Rothwell coming up in just a couple minutes. Corky Franks, let me ask you this question. This, This is a North Gaston club that had very, very good early success, celebrated a win against Forest View, went to Kings Mountain, obviously tough test there, and the result was about what we expected. Yeah. They go to Ashbrook last week and a winnable football game and couldn't get it done on the road. Right. From the reports that I'm hearing, some mistakes might have done them in. Yeah. And that's why they weren't able to come away with the win doesn't get any easier for the Wildcats. They're hosting pretty much um, the basketball version of a football team in the Crest Chargers this Friday. It's going to be very interesting to see what Dan Rothwell is going to have to say ahead of the conversation we're going to have with him here in a few minutes.
3: Yeah, but let's be honest, Brian. I mean, how many teams are going to compete with Crest? Let's let's be honest. South Point, Kings Mountain. On this side
0: of the third round of the playoffs,
3: not a ton. Not many. Uh, And then you look back at the game last week. I mean, they had over 300 yards of total offense against Ashbrook. They had over 200 on the ground and 100 in the air. I mean, so, you know, they shut Ashbrook out the second half. They just couldn't get on the scoreboard. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and see, that's, again, a relatively young program. Yeah. Still going to have some some moments to where – You, um, see how I can get dialed in that quick. You, you, you make mistakes. Yes. (laughs) And so, and this is the thing, and this is the one thing that concerns me as it relates to Ashbrook, how bought in do people get with Ashbrook given the fact that they can manage to win a football game. They did win against North Gaston, but they give up over 300 yards of total offense That defense doesn't necessarily give me a whole lot of comfort in knowing that when Ashbrook needs a stop defensively, that they can get it. Yeah. Which is kind of one of the things that really concerns me as to have we seen now what the real Ashbrook was supposed to look like? Or has it been there all along and we just overestimated it from the start? Yeah. So – It'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, Ashbrook's going to be in the conversation. (laughs) They're going to travel to Stuart Kramer this week. So, you know, do they have a chance to continue their run? Do they have a chance to get their third straight win against a Stuart Kramer club that's still struggling? Possibly. I think they could. But what's that mean for down the road when they start to play really meaningful games, especially in the final week of the regular season, for the Bell against the likes of Huss, which at this
3: point could be a potential playoff play-in game. You know, North Gaston, I mean, after this game, uh, Friday night, Brian, they still have Hunter Huss, Stuart Kramer, and the South Point game. Right. I mean, they have a shot to pick up another win or two. For Sure. Uh, uh, are they not happy with that? I told Coach I thought he was going to go six and four. Well, and I think
0: but one of, that six of four, one of that six and four was going to be a win against Ashbrook, and that yeah. didn't happen. So yeah. I think they're a little off schedule from that now.
3: Yeah, but who would have thought they could possibly end up around 500? Come on, let's be honest. Sure. I, want, I can't wait till Coach comes on. I want to feel his energy, see what kind of energy he has this week. Well, I'm sure he's going to bring the energy. I hope he does. That lets me know he's still excited about his program. He has every reason to be. We'll find out shortly. We'll talk to
0: him here in just a few minutes when we come back. We'll be back in a moment on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000.
3: This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association.
0: Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So glad that you could join us on this Wednesday morning. Let's go ahead and get after it. Let's bring on the head coach of the North Gaston Wildcats, Coach Dan Rothwell. Coach, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? Good morning.
1: I'm good. Um, excited for the week.
0: Indeed, uh, and 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 quite a week it is. I mean, coach. Let's let's be honest. Uh, when it comes to playing games in the Big South Conference, it's seldom that you get an opportunity to play at home against two of the top teams in the league. Fortunately for you guys, you do get a shot this week to see what. I don't know that there can be a ton of argument about this the most prolific offense in the big South Conference in the Crest Chargers now I'm sure from a coaching standpoint it's a real nightmare but for those that want to see North Gaston take on the best, this is certainly going to be amongst the best. What's the vibe been like this week for your club
1: um it, it's it's been it's been good uh, you know we we sat down and watched tape. Um, from the Ashbrook game Friday night and you know we just we keep preaching you know we we continue to do things that that affect ourselves Um, and we keep trying to put we we put ourselves behind the chains we put ourselves in bad positions and and that type of stuff and and the belief is still there for our guys that um, we we're ready to play and that we can play with anybody so um you know Ashbrook's a good football team i know their record doesn't necessarily show it but um they they're big they're fast and they're they're going to they're going to make a run for the top of the conference as well so you know you, you got to play the best to to be the best and our kids are excited to see what we got
0: well you'll certainly get that opportunity on friday mm-hmm. coach when obviously We keep an eye on the likes of Crest, Kings Mountain. Obviously, we followed North Gaston this year, South Point. That South Point-Crest game was probably at this point the game of the year in this league. To have 110 points scored in that game, to see Crest overcome a barrage of offense from South Point, um, it created a circumstance to where Even despite all that, Crest did a very good job of weathering that early storm and was still able to come out on top. This is a Crest club that creates a lot of matchup issues for a lot of teams, and I'm sure that you guys are going through this in your process of preparing for this week. What are some of the things that you key on as it relates to this matchup with the Chargers?
1: I mean, um, obviously, as a, from a defensive standpoint, you know, we, we just got to slow them down. Um, you know, we got we to understand their route combinations. Um, we got to understand what they're trying to do and, and still stop the run. So, like you said, they, they got a bunch of athletes out there. And starting with the, the quarterback, you know, if you give him too much time, he's going to find the guy, you know, and he's going to put it to the right spot. Um, you know, you watch him on film, he reads defenses very well. Um, we're going to try to have to confuse him, and, and that's hard to do. So, you know, as a defense, there's weapons all over, so we just got to do our job, do our 111, um, try to reduce the amount of big plays that, that we allow them to get and kind of rally our offense together and, and get those big, long drives, kind of like what we did against uh, Forest View and that win and control the ball, control the game, and make them kind of, slow down and, and allow us to play the game that we want to play. Um, you know, I talked to the guys about last week and emotions were high and, you know, there's kind of a rivalry between a few of our guys and Ashbrook and we played too much on emotion, um, not energy. We, we got to focus our energy into what we're doing in our job and, and not looking at other people and just do our 111th. And I think, you know, we, we can match up with anybody in the conference as long as we believe and we do our job. Coach, let's talk about that for a second. You know, when we first had
3: you on the show, we talked about, you know, you guys go out there and play East Gaston and you come to school on Monday and, and, and you played really well. And, you know, when the thing was all said and done, you were like, man, we had a shot to, to win this ball game. We had a couple mistakes and some turnovers and things like that. You mentioned that kids were coming up to you on Monday saying, coach, is it too late for me to try out for football? And the excitement about the program, you know, it's easy to get to that level when, you, when you're an 0-10 team, team the season before, now all of a sudden people start to get excited. But now your guys have to go to the next level. How hard is it to get those guys to go from 0 to 60 and then figure out how to go from 60 to 110 and hang, hang around with guys like, you know, players like Kings Mountain and Crest and to get to the next level? Because, you know, I, I'm sure you thought it was a process because it always is, but you guys have found yourself there pretty quick this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, um a lot of times, you know, I talk to the coaching staff and stuff and and sometimes they just need to feel like we believe in them and give them the shot to to prove what what they can do. And a belief can go a long way on both sides. Um, you know, and and when you get a couple big losses like we've had the last couple weeks and and this last one was pretty tough. We we came out a little a little slow, gave up 21 points um, in the first half, and then turned around and, and shut the team, shut them out in the second half, um, giving us an opportunity to win that football game. And and it's it's just a different there's a different feeling this year than than last. Um, you know, like you know, I talked to them last year. We probably would have went in 21-7 at halftime, turned around and and, and probably would have lost the game 42-7 you know, and, but they believe in in the system. They believe in each other. They, they love each other and they play a little bit more for the guy next to them than, than in the past. And and that's something that we keep preaching to them. And and it's like anything else. We're in this conference for a reason. We have the athletes that can do it. We just got to believe in that, that aspect and, and not take, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, Hey, um, Cruz isn't going to score on us. You know we got to be able to take those um, plays and those big plays and rally together, and, and take the next hit, next play type mentality. Coach Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show.
0: Coach, you you said something that I that I want to I want to touch back on. You you talked about emotion and not energy. Can you can you can you lay out for us? Can you differentiate what that is? Emotion versus energy and 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 parse that out for us because I found that very intriguing to say
1: yeah so so when I told the kids about emotions you know we're, we're worried about ourselves we're worried about okay the guy across from me we're worried then all of a sudden you start doing your own thing right and and you're worried about okay what that next play I'm gonna get him or that next play I'm gonna do this or that next play and then you get too high right and then all of a sudden you're you're emotional, you're, you're talking too much, you're, you're wasting a lot of energy in, in a short period of time, and, and it's, it's really self-centered focus, right, and, and not necessarily a team-focused energy, right? So when, when you're playing on that emotion, it, it's real high, but then you have those real big lows because when you send all that emotion out there and it's not successful or, or you have a hiccup there, all of a sudden that emotion is really draining. Right, so we we want to stay positive and focus our energy and, and our excitement into the next play and and what my job is. Right, if, if I'm a lineman and I'm pulling, right, my energy is focused on getting down that line quick and taking that guy out. Right, so so when they're playing on that emotion, you know, they're they're too focused on themselves and, and their their own success and what I'm doing and this and and then you get that drop off and. And we've seen some of that, you know, Friday night.
0: Coach, let me, let me ask you this, because obviously this is a program that is going in the right direction. This is a program that is certainly starting to see some measure of success. When you're out in the community, when, when you're talking to folks in the middle of Dallas, people that just come up to you, what are some of the things that they're saying to you about this program?
1: Um, they're saying they're saying a lot of good things. You know, just the amount of you know energy that the kids have, and it's fun to watch. And um, kids being prideful to be at North Gaston, and they they talk a lot about how structured we are now compared to last year. They can see a plan. Um, they can see you know the the excitement growing around town. Um, you know, and, and it, it it's exciting, but. I sat down and, and I say it to a lot of people, you know, like it, I said it, you know, a few weeks ago to y'all, we can't be satisfied with just three wins, you know? And, and I know we might've exceeded expectation, but not us coaches and not us players, we got to change the aspect. We can't walk into games being like, well, if we win good, but if we lose, you know, it's, that's, that's okay too. You know, like, let's go take pictures with each other and, and all that kind of stuff after a game. You no, know, like we prepared and we got to walk in the games expected to win, you know, and, and believe that we can win this football game. And that's a mentality and a culture that, that we're trying to change with our group of kids.
0: Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, obviously, we get to look at the rest of your schedule because we're in the media. You focus on the week-to-week you get your kids to focus on the week-to-week. But in reality, you, how, do you, how do you, in the big picture, when, when, when you do have moments to where maybe you're alone, maybe you're sitting in your office and things of this nature, and you're kind of scheduling out what this year could look like. If, if I told you, come year's end, this is a club that finishes – in the middle of the league with a five and five record would that have been one of the benchmarks that you were looking for or were the goals much loftier than that even
3: um
1: i mean our, our goals you know is is to be you know a better football team and, and make better young men and and you know we we just upgraded journey Lattimore to to being a captain and and, and his attitude has changed so much over the last i would say 3 4 weeks you know and just believing what's going on and being a leader and being the young man that we want kids to be and and that that type of stuff translates into the success that we see on the football field you know and to say being 500 wouldn't be enough for us at the beginning of the year shoot like I said I think we've already exceeded everybody else's expectation but as a competitor, as a coach, I believe in these guys man and and I truly believe we can play with anybody. you know, um we just got to get that culture brought up so to say five you tell me at the beginning of the year we're five and five we five five hundred, you know we got a chance to make the playoffs that yeah that that would be a win for us um but we can't be satisfied with with being mediocre, you know, I say that all the time and we just got to continue to grow and and build on that success.
0: Well, I'm, I'm really glad you said that because I think that's one of the things that you really are genuinely trying to drive forward at North Gaston. Because again, from the public standpoint, from the overall standpoint, everybody's going to say, wow, North Gaston was much improved this season. And that's very clearly the case. But... Just as you had mentioned in the previous question that I asked, if that's all we're going for, then we're missing the point. And so I'm really glad Mm -hmm. that you were able to come on to the show and have done this for quite some time now and said, hey, guys, it's great that things are going better than what a lot of people anticipated. Internally, there's got to be a new mindset There's got to be a new expectation. And once those expectations are set, once those standards are set, who knows where this program can go in the long term. Um, So obviously there's plenty to be excited about, but Dan Rothwell and his coaching staff not at all satisfied in the long term with where this is going. So I'm really glad you laid that out, Coach. Now, one final question that I do have for you. Um, with, with crest coming in, um, one of the things that I think is, is going to be interesting in this is, and you mentioned this for Husky to have success, crest gives him time. How imperative is it going to be for your front four on Friday night to create a lot of pressure and a lot of duress on Husky so that maybe he's forcing throws. Maybe he's getting rid of throws out of schedule. Kind of give us an idea of how important your front four is going to be on this Friday night contest against Crest.
1: Yeah, we we've been pushing that all week, you know, uh, front four and sending up, dialing up some blitzes that can, you know, get him, you know, out of the pocket. But we got to contain that young man, and and I mean, gosh, I can't say enough about what he looks like on film, guys. I mean, he, he's a great player, you know, and he's got wide receivers all around him, you know. He, the young man going to UNC and those other guys are putting up the same type of production and, and, and they do a real good job of waiting. You know, they do a real good job of finding green pastures and, and giving them time and he creates plays and, and you can't talk highly enough about the, the crest chargers, you know, and, and what they're doing. But at the same time, you know, we got athletes too that can play and we're trying to put our guys on their guys and create matchups for us, you know, and and I truly <clears throat> sorry, I truly believe that, you know, our offense can get it rolling. Um, you know, LA Knox is is coming back. He he had a little knee issue last week, um, didn't practice all week but but was clear for the game and so he should have a little bit better of a, a production this week. And we're we're just excited for him and our offense to come back and we, we talked about, you know, the front guys being scared of size. You know, Ashbrook has a big group now. Um, I don't know if you've seen them on the field, but that offensive line and defensive line is a big group. So just that second half, shutting them out and, and building on our success from there, you know, not focusing on the end result, but focusing on the success and the production that we made in that second half, continue that into this week and bring that pressure to crest.
0: Well, Coach, I'll definitely look forward to seeing you on Friday night. Best of luck against the Chargers. Thank you so much for coming on again. We'll catch up with you here in two
1: weeks. All right, man. Thank you, y'all, and I appreciate everything y'all do for us in and, the and, uh, you know, high school football world. It, it's fun to watch. I listen to y'all every morning, so you guys get me pumped up every, every day to get to practice and try to get out there and, and put a good product on the field for everybody. Coach, you get
3: me fired up every time you come on. I told Brian the other week, I'm ready to come put some pads on and play for you.
1: You know, I've been picking you every week. I know. I appreciate that. You know, it's been a long time since people want to pick North Gaston, and and we're trying to change that idea. And and I think we did a good job last week. We just got to quit shooting ourselves in the foot. We got a young group, nine, ten sophomores playing, and – we're just excited, man. We're, we're going to go out there and be naive and think we can play with everybody and just have a good time and have fun and, and play football, you know? Well, coach, we look forward to
0: seeing it on Friday night and we'll catch up here with you in a couple weeks. All right. Thank you, sir. Take it easy. We'll come back in just a bit. Top of the hour. We'll talk major league baseball and the pick six in hour two. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.